ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to this show. It isn't that scary. It isn't that scary. <laughs> it is not. It's not that scary. It is not that scary at all. What if we called it, it isn't that scary? That's like, it's a completely different meaning. It isn't that scary. Are it you isn't that scary. Notes? No, I'm just looking, glancing over at your, at your computer. Is that so wrong? If you read my notes, it ruins the whole podcast. I understand that's how you feel, Margot, but I don't think it would. Jaden, you do have a habit of reading her notes, though. It's hard to not look at the screen. I'm conditioned to look at the screen because, you know, who isn't in this day and age? That's right. 21st true. Century. That's exactly look right. up. Look up. In, in the future, our eyeballs are going to be so long because we've evolved <laughs> to look at the screen. Yeah. That's my dream, at least. Yeah. No more flat eyeballs. Yeah. Oh, I wonder when we'll get to flat old flat eyeballs. In like 20 years. Are you familiar with flat eyeballs, Ethan? No, is this a thing? It's a historical figure who has flat eyeballs, and we like to call him old flat oh, eyeballs. Okay, okay. This is a thing between you two. I mean... Yes, but also no. But, like, he, like, literally does have flat eyeballs. And also people did who? call him that. Who? You have to guess. Okay, so he comes to prominence in 20 years, 1926, and he has flat eyeballs. Guess who it is? People used to call him old flat eyeballs. Um, I, I couldn't tell you. Wow. A famous man. We Bob referenced Bobby. something he did last episode. Yep. He did something really bad. He did something really bad. Is it Hitler? No. No. <laughs> I mean, Hitler did something really bad, so... No one is saying Hitler did not do that. (laughs) Our no, to be clear, our no was in response to uh, Hitler not being the historical figure we're thinking of. Hitler not having flat eyeballs. Hitler had distinctly pointy eyeballs. Yeah. Um, F. Scott Fitzgerald. I don't know. No! No. (laughs) Are you daft? Yes. I'm completely daft. Who is it? Who's flat? Okay. I'm not gonna. T- I'm not gonna tell you. Yeah, right, don't tell. We me. can't tell you. We'll tell you when it comes across when we're in the year 1945. Yeah. Okay. 1946. 1946. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, right. But here we are in 1926. 19. Yeah. 26. 19. Um, 19. 19. 1926. 19. 1926. Thank so you. we are firmly in the back half of the 1920s. Things are sort of winding down. We're no longer roaring. We're just screaming. Yeah, we're getting a little hoarse, maybe. Yeah. We're getting a little hoarse? What's its name? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, we're sort of getting into Great Depression just three years away. Just three years away. So people people are living it up right now, probably, because they're like, oh, we're about to be greatly depressed. Yeah. Yeah. Tulip is in the studio with us today. Yes. um, And she's just sitting right on Marco's lap. She's so adorable. If you could see... Listener, oh, you'd probably you probably wish you were right here. You'd go, with Chalupa. You'd probably go, oh, yeah. You just pick your head up to say hello to everyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, back to sleep. Yeah, she's adorable. She's really cute. Really cute. So you know, maybe you know we've talked about the year nineteen twenty six, which is of course the year that the film that we watched was made in. The year of the tiger. Um. I'm looking at your notes because I'm wanting you to start going into the facts. <laughs> oh, well, I need a good segue. Uh, <laughs> I've okay. been offered none. I did. I literally offered you one. That's how we got That's onto true. the subject. 1926. <laughs> <laughs> the year started out great with, in January, General Theodorus Pangalus d- declared himself dictator of Greece. And oh, then wow. the next day, he resigned. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cold feet. Respect. Respect on his neck. What was his name again? General Theodorus Pangolus. That's pretty cool. I'm not about to ask you to do research, but does it say why? Uh, no. Okay. 
But I'll look up what he looks like, tell you if he's ugly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably because he was so hideous. He was so hideous, he couldn't show his face. <laughs> he is present-day Ugo, but okay. maybe at the time. Maybe no, because this would be before him. I think this would must be him. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he was Ugo. He, he had a, a mustache, like if you can believe it. I, I bet it's hard to find a man at the time who didn't yeah. have one of those on his lips. Yeah, raging mustache time. So glad that we don't live in those times anymore. Yeah, I for real, for real. So ugly, so ugly. We almost got back there for a little while with hipsters. It's true. Oh, right. So scary. Right, right, right. I would say they're still in that fad. Yeah. But anyway, speaking of hotties, this is... Uh, not a historical event, but something I do want to discuss because something this guy did uh, that was boring happened this year. Uh, is Schrodinger hot? Oh, I think so. We he's both ugly and hot right now, but once we look it up, exactly, nice. exactly. Um, oh, he's hot. I think he's, he's a little hotty. I don't know yeah. what he looks like. Hold on, I'm gonna look him up too. I'm still in the quantum super state right now. I need to wait. I want to. Um, I want to stay in the quantum super state. So why are you posing this question for this year? Exactly? Uh, he did something. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Or didn't he? Like, this is a hottie picture. Or did he? Yeah, or he's a hottie. He? Um, John Logie Baird. Any guesses what he invented? Yogi Bear? Yeah, I was going to say Yogi Bear. The cartoon. Close. The television. Oh. Wow. Yeah, oh, and he job. had his first demonstration of the television in his lab in 1926. That's pretty cool. Yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, technological and uh, entertainment advances, but Thomas Edison said that Americans prefer silent movies over talkies. <laughs> so he ate his words, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the more That's us laughing at Thomas Edison from the future. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, throughout my life, the more folklore I've heard about Tommy Edison, the more badass he seems. But the more actual historical facts that I learn about him, the more of a, yeah. like a villain <laughs> and a complete yeah. like, dweeb he seems to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Villainous dweeb. I think people want him to have like the same vibe as Benjamin Franklin, but he just looks like so evil. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we say dweeb anymore? It's I say 80s. dweeb all the time. Yeah, is it 80s? I was trying to think what decade it was. 80s, 90s. It's very much associated with the bully of that of that generation, that kind of archetype. Yeah. You don't want to be that person right now. For sure. Yeah, no one wants to be a bully. Well, they want to be an obvious bully. It's got to be a little bit more discreet Right, now. they want to be a sneaky bully. They want to be a cyber bully. Right, exactly. Yeah. Cyber bully starring Emily Osmond. I, I really want to rewatch that movie. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's on YouTube for free. Nice. Um. Okay. So, uh, another thing we mentioned earlier in this podcast happened this year. Agatha Christie disappeared for 11 days. Oh, right. Yeah. No one's, to this day, no one knows where she went. Right, right. No one knows. No one knows. Okay. Here's where we get to the spooky stuff. So, as we know, the movie we're watching this week is called The Magician. Right. Yes. Who was probably the most famous magician of the time? Harold Houdini's. Correct. So, in this year, he did a couple of things. <laughs> Harold Houdini's. Yeah. Conjuring a lady. Robert Houdini's. More like. Oh, um, How killer would it have been if I said Robert Houdini? <laughs> it would have been killer. 
Do you want to uh, say it and then and then edit no. us and laughing, laughing <laughs> no. our asses no. off and, and bowing no. to you? Sorry. Yeah. Can you edit in bowing sounds? <laughs> <laughs> Just like a whoosh of air. Yeah. Right, well, sorry, anyway. Mario. Okay. This was a this year was going off great for Harold. He did his classic coffin underwater for 90 minutes trick stayed in a coffin underwater for an hour and a half classic what that one is that would be so boring to watch i don't yeah. understand how he was successful yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, when i was when i was uh younger uh i used to like david blaine and i liked a lot of his tricks and then he would do a trick where he's like i'm gonna submerge myself in ice for a full day and i'm like that's not a trick that's just yeah. you okay enduring pain <laughs> I used to I used to really also like David Blaine and also Chris Angel and right. I watched those clips on YouTube and there was one clip one Chris Angel clip where he um, like separated a person in half um, and then the person like so it was just basically like their top half so like arms and torso and the bottom half just legs and the person like woke up still separated and then like ran away just their top half just using their hands like moving along wow. uh, running away and then it sort of cut off from there and it was sort of like found footagey um and like really really scary and then i stopped wow. watching chris angel angel because that clip scared me so much but i'm sure i'm i mean like yeah, yeah, all of chris yeah, angel yeah, stuff yeah. was fake right um but that's pretty cool uh, that fucked me up that's fun he did the same thing to his mom uh, sort of where he did a tr- he did a trick where he brought his mom to the trick and the trick was mm-hmm. I'm gonna jump into this wood chipper and I'll be fine and then he jumps into the wood chipper and like blood and guts come out and like that's the trick that he doesn't actually die but his mom thought it like went wrong and that he died in the wood chipper and it's really funny that sounds like the show Jaden and I learned about last night called yeah. Revenge Prank it's the Jersey Shore Boys, and the premise of the show is this person who has been pranked by some on like some viral internet pranked is getting revenge on the person who pranked them, and the pranks are outrageous. So there was one where like the like original prank was that like he thought he like convinced his girlfriend that he was cheating on her or whatever, and it went viral and it was a prank. And then the revenge prank is his girlfriend taking him to the vet and acting like they have to like put their dog down because it bit someone. Oh my god. <laughs> it's just like all trauma like that. Yeah, but it's really funny because like all the like original pranks that the people want revenge for like aren't nearly yeah. as bad yeah. as, back to the head as with the like mayonnaise pranks. or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. there was one. I don't remember what the original prank was, but it was something like really small, like his wife woke him up at night or something. And then sure. the revenge prank was him <laughs> pretending to fall out of an airplane and die in oh front of his God. wife. How do you fake that? <laughs> I have no idea. That's really yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of fucked up. Yep. So as I said, was saying, Harry Houdini was having a great year right, right, until right. he got punched in the stomach. Right. So he had um, he had this he had this trick where he was like, anybody can punch me in the stomach. I'm so strong. Um, and a couple of doctor students came and visited him, and one of them was like, I'm gonna punch you in the stomach. And Harry was like, Ugh. and before he could say okay and brace himself, kid punches him in the stomach, and he dies several days later from. It's not totally clear if the kid actually killed him um, or if there was something else going on. But he went on to perform his last show, which was on October 24th, 1926, which is the day 
that the movie The Magician <gasps> came out. Wow. Isn't that spooky? Yeah. That is spooky. And then he died on Halloween. Oh, wow. nice. Nice. Pretty cool. Pretty Good cool. for Harry Houdini. Good for yeah, him. Guys. Good for him. <laughs> Die on Halloween. Spooky of him. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but that leads us nicely into this movie, The Magician. Um, not about Harry Houdini. Not about no, Harry Houdini. No, about an um, uggo. I think he had like an interesting face. I think my my type of uh, attractive is 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 maybe different from other people. Yeah. I like interesting faces. <laughs> yeah, from the sound of what from what Jaden's saying right now it sounds like he likes people who would be cast as horror movie villains and that's And uh, let's not say that with his girlfriend sitting right next to him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Margo, no. Wow. Margo's pretty. I I really it. I really don't think that this guy is that like even conventionally unattractive though. I mean, he's I guess, a movie star. Yeah. I got to I got to look him up again. I mean, no, they like God. made him look a little bit crazy for the role obviously cuz he's the villain. He's ugly. Oh, Ethan, you have weird taste. You though. do have weird taste. You don't think Tyson is hot? Ethan thinks the guy from Psycho is hot. I think he's yeah. cute. No, he's hot. He's hot. If I saw him walking down the street, I'd be like, "Wow, that guy's hot." If I saw him murdering somebody, I'd be like, that's, he's a murderer, and I don't, I don't want to involve myself with him. Yeah, so you just sort of, like, jerk off on the side <laughs> and not say hello? I'll, I'll only peek. I, I'll, <laughs> I'll avert my gaze, but I'll peek every once in a while. <laughs> no, okay, we're moving yeah. on. We're moving on. Okay, no, this is interesting. Margo's just looking up other psychopaths. Do you think Patrick Bateman is hot? Um, I I need to see the face again. Let me see Patrick Bateman. Oh, you might know you him mean as Christian Bale. Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> well, specifically no. Christian Bale as Patrick Bateman. Well, I'm trying to find out what the guy's name is from Psycho. <laughs> because I can't remember it. when you look up when you see Norman, Norman Bates. Bates from Psycho, right. you're like, what a cutie! Oh, he's a murderer. Ooh. But when you see Christian Bale in American Psycho, it's like that that guy's a murderer first. Yeah. I also think that like motel psychopath is like way less scary than business psychopath. Than corporate psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But a motel is a business. It's true, Jaden. It's true. <laughs> They're the backbone of the residential industry. <laughs> well, thank you, Ethan. You're welcome, Ethan. All right. Um, and was it even a motel or was it a hotel? No, it was a Bates Motel. The Bates Motel. Bates it's Motel and House on the Hill. A fact I got to, I forgot to include last year because it was boring um, was that 1925 was the year that the motel wasn't invented or oh. the term for, first coined. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that is boring. <laughs> uh, anyways, this freaking movie, yeah, um, The Magician. Um, Directed by Ireland's very own oh. Rex Ingram. Oh, okay. So this, what... what uh, is this an Irish movie then? No. Is it it's American? American? Oh, it's American. Okay. Yeah, this movie I would classify as pretty good. Yeah. Um, the, so this movie begins with uh, this lady named Margaret Doncy, who is like basically our protagonist. Our protagonist, but at the same time, our damsel in distress, which is kind of interesting. Um, yeah. She's a, a sculptor. She's sculpting some 
uh, marble, and she's sculpting this really interesting uh, demon figure of sorts. Yeah, uh, which is like probably foreshadowing what is to come. Sure, sure, maybe. This thing is like 20 feet tall. It's really cool. Her other friend Susie is painting in the room, and there's a really quick cut of her doing the painting, and she looks at it, and she calls it the sunset on the mountain, and then she looks at it and squints, and she scribbles out sunset and writes sunrise on the mountain, because she's back at painting apparently uh (laughs) and yeah uh and then suddenly for basically no reason at all the uh the marble demon statue collapses onto margaret crushing her uh paralyzed paralyzed right 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 Mm -hmm. i think it's really silly that they set up that these women are artists and then never never return to it it's true it's just like why do we need to know that it's true and the way that they uh introduce margaret and friend um susie uh especially with like certain like camera angles and the way that they are poised and acting they seem like like badass powerful women like girl bosses would you say do you would you say that they seem like girl bosses they seem like girl bosses like you know they don't need no man but then would you say yas queen to them yeah, would you sure. Say Queen? I would as, say, the, as the sculpture falls, crushing Margaret, would you say Yas Queen? No, I would say um, Slay Queen. Okay, okay yeah. yeah, that's more accurate. <laughs> Um, um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So they seem like total Yas Queen slay go off girl boss, but then they just succumb to the damsel in distress archetype later, which is really yeah. sad. Well, Susie um, just gets the boot completely. Yeah, we never see her again. Right, I don't think. right. Yeah, she goes off. She's like, somebody get a doctor. Uh, and so she gets somebody, a man, her <laughs> uncle, uh, su- uh, Margaret's uncle, to call the doctor. And the doctor's like, all right, I'll give her an operation tomorrow. She'll be fine. Um, cut to the operating room. Uh, he's doing the operation. There are hundreds of doctors watching this operation happen because it's seen as like a miracle. His, his miracle yeah. work. It's seen as like magic, which right. one of the doctors says and are antagonist dr haddo is also watching and he turns and says huh that's not magic anybody can keep someone alive what's really magic is bringing someone to life from nothing and the other doctors are like okay they're like okay weirdo (laughs) (laughs) uh back to science i guess (laughs) um and so the, the operation is successful, but the doctor makes sure to tell Margaret's uncle that he thinks Margaret is really sexy, uh, yeah. that he found her really good looking while operating on her unconscious yeah. body. Really appropriate. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Doctor then like becomes her hubby. Yeah, they like go out and like hang out. Meanwhile, Dr. Haddo, the bad guy, is like reading books about magic and he gives one to Margaret's uh, uncle and then he sees margaret and he's like oh she's cute and so now margaret's operating doctor and the scary doctor are both pursuing her and this culminates at the circus yeah Yeah, for some reason carnival and this is where i get fuzzy because they're in like some snake charming place and margaret and arthur are like a thing and i guess they're engaged at this point but for some reason she goes and talks to haddo and he like hypnotizes her and makes her see the devil and they go to hell and it's really weird and there's this one moment where there's like a little man who's like raping a woman and i don't know if it, it like it was in during the hell scene it wasn't like rape but it was like 
he was being inappropriate with a... In the hell scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like one of the devils kissing a lady? Yeah, here. Sure, sure. Oh my god. I think he's like eating her. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was kind of cool. But like I really gross. I missed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. hell scene, the hell scene, part of the hell scene was kind of silly because they had like the devil playing a pan right. flute. Right. Um, but then there were also some pretty disturbing images as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the, the, in fact, the statue that Margaret was carving is the initial thing that turns into the actual devil in the hell hallucination. Yeah. It looks like the devil in the, the hell, mm-hmm. hell vision. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, so then the vision is over, and uh, he hands, uh, Hado hands her uh, a note that says, uh, like, when you want to come back, this is where you can find me. Um, because he's, like, sort of put her under this spell where, like, yeah. she, like, has to, like, go to him. He, like, yeah. is so drawn, she's so drawn to him. Um, so she tries to stay away. But she seems, like, totally aware that she's under a spell. She's like, yeah, I can't really stay away from him. I don't have my own soul anymore, but... yeah. It's yeah. whatever. It is yeah. what it is. I'm no I'm no girl boss. I can't I can't take fate into my own hands, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. What yeah. can I do? Uh I, I also appreciated this movie because it had uh, an original soundtrack. Was this the first? Like I think See, I, I was wondering that because it did have an original soundtrack and I wondered if um some of the tunes that we heard um sounded like pretty famous and I'm wondering if those <laughs> were just sort of like put into I was like this artist's rendition of those songs yes. or if he actually wrote those songs. I wondered about that too because I recognized some melodies too. But yeah. in this in the scene where Hado is inflicting psychological trauma onto Margaret so that she will uh, find him irresistible, um, she's playing the piano and the soundtrack stops and then the soundtrack becomes what she's playing on the piano. And then when she stops playing the piano, it goes back to like violins and things. And then at some at a certain point, Hado even starts playing the piano, and the soundtrack stopped at that point too, um, mm. which I thought was really cool. Yeah. So um, she ends up seeing Hado the next day, I think, because he like sends her a note that says like I have to see you, and she's right. like so torn up about it, and she's like, she's like, okay, I'll go, even though it seems like she has the option just not to go. <laughs> yeah. right. um, but she goes, and she's like. I'm set to marry my hubby tomorrow. Um, and he's like, no, you never will. Um, and she's like, no, no, this is horrible. Then next day happens. It's the wed- It's the morning of her wedding. And she sent um, her maid a note that says, I got married to Hedo. Please tell my husband. <laughs> and before all this, we see glimpses of Hedo in his workshop. And he's looking yes. over these notes. And we learn that he's trying to do, he's trying to, make a potion or something and he has to steal a woman's heart and it can't just be any woman it has to be someone with fair skin right blonde hair and blue eyes or gray blue or gray gray. Mm -hmm. is essential yeah so he's up to no good yeah but now margaret is married to hado against her wishes he sort of hypnotized her um and um her fiance um her would-be husband um arthur uh tries to like find her um he ends up finding them in a casino i think yeah um right he like frees her and then takes her to a sanitarium basically to recover and but then hado comes back after like a week of working on his potion and steals her and takes her to his lab and at this point it's sort of it's like a big tower looks so super spooky Mm -hmm. there's like a storm going on um and he's beginning 
um, his surgery slash, I don't know, experiment, whatever you right. want to call it. He also, he also at this point has a little minion right, guy, right. Um, who sort of, uh, they sort of just introduced without any, any fluff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, They're like, okay, he's here now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And Margaret's, um, Margaret's tied to a table and she's, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. and then Arthur gets like a gang of people to go free her. I think like some like doctors from the sanatorium, maybe, um, and maybe her uncle or something. Yeah. Um, and eventually there's like a struggle. Um, Haddo has like a room um, in his in his tower that's basically like a portal to hell yeah. that they push him into. Um, and he dies. Um, <laughs> and uh, they release um, Margaret. And then I think they lock the minion in like a cabinet or something. Yeah. And then um, the doctor finds the like page with the formula on it and sets it on fire and then pours like a mixture of gas on it and they all leave the castle and then the castle explodes right and we see a little minion guy hanging off the cliff writhing yeah, yeah flailing in the fire yeah yeah, yeah. um which yeah. that image um, was kind of spooky yeah yeah i thought that was too um and then that's the end they live happily ever after yeah fuck um, that minion i would say one other i mean like first i'm gonna go out on a limb say this is a horror um yeah uh because i think the villain um the actor was very good i think he yeah. did it pretty understated yeah, um, yeah, yeah i feel like a lot of these movies as soon as they introduce the villain he's like a ridiculous person that would never actually exist well. but like this guy um he's like suspicious at the beginning for sure mm-hmm. but pretty understated um and it's not until like the final act that he really like goes off into crazy land yeah um and he does like a pretty good scary face but it's really interesting that you say that he's understated the villain. I agree with that, but it's like interesting because at the beginning of the movie, he's so over the top that one of the characters literally says, "You look like you just stepped out of a melodrama." Um, really? Yes, but but comparing him to other 1920s villains, he is understated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is yeah. really funny. <laughs> There's one scene where he's like approaching. I think it's when Margaret's tied on the table, and he's approaching her, and he's ba- like underlit with a candle. Yeah, and it looks yes. very spooky. That I yeah. remember that image too. That one that got me. Kind of like it. It feels a little bit like a Kubrick uh, close up on a face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say it's a horror, but it wasn't scary. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I went back and forth, uh, but I'm I'm landing on Nor. But it was a solid movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay, so for this week's You Asked For It, I asked for it. I've been asking for this for a long time, uh, but uh, this movie is called REC. It's a found footage movie um, that I took out of the library of the countless found footage movies I've seen. Um, this movie is about a news camera crew that goes into uh, an apartment complex to investigate rumors of a crazy lady who's doing some crazy things and when she's when the news crew is in the apartment complex the building becomes quarantined by the government because the government realizes oh there is a rabid virus going around in this apartment complex imagine the government doing something yeah i know right government action immediate government action (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. so you just follow this news crew that gets trapped in in a um in an apartment complex full of people who are getting infected and turning into rabid zombies and uh, REC, it's a Spanish movie. It's it's good. It's good. I highly recommend it. There are a couple of sequels, and they're all very fun in one way or another. So in addition to um, 
for, for our listeners, Margot and I have not seen this movie, but in, in addition to uh, the like people getting infected by the virus, there's also a spooky lady. Well, the it started with her. I actually, that is what my memory is saying. I actually forget what the inciting incident is for why they go into the building in the first place. But then the virus just spreads. If you get bit, uh, it spreads. Mm. Um, and it's quite good. It's quite good. Uh, it's very claustrophobic, which really works well with the found footage. With the space. Um, wow. yeah. I think my problem with found footage movies is most times... I just want to, like, see, like, the the concept in most cases is, like, really cool and interesting, and I just want to see it play out. I don't need the, like, additional gimmick of it being sure, a found footage sure. film, because I feel like that so rarely adds anything. For me, especially when I was younger, it was really easy for me to just suspend my disbelief and, like, really believe yeah. just for while I'm watching it that this was real, uh, and that's why I really loved found footage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I will say I. Uh, um, you mentioned uh, at the top that there's a spooky lady, and I think spooky lady is probably like my number one scary thing. The thing that scares me the most, um, yeah. like spooky old lady. Um, specifically, there's like the most like clear example of this in my mind is in the movie Shutter Island, um, when Leonardo DiCaprio's character is walking into. Um, the asylum for the first time and there is a lady old lady with really scary eyes and like sort of baby wisp hair she's so old and mm. she does a shh to him and oh my god just thinking about that scares me it is spooky i agree for a long time and even still the number one thing that is like very spooky to me is that image of like the girl with the hair in front of her face in a nightgown kind of thing mm. and i don't know what it is about it has to be a girl you guys are intimidated by powerful women, sounds like. Well, my thing my thing is different from from um, Ethan's thing. Um, mine is specifically an old lady. Oh, excuse me. Mine is specifically a young girl. Okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah. But they'll both, they'll both murder you. Yeah, they will both murder you. What's your number one scary thing, Margot, from horror movies? The, the Hills of Eyes people, the oh, mutated right. humans, inbreeding, ugly people. Mm. That's mean of me. Yeah, I I actually, I've been meaning to force you guys to watch REC for a while, and I think we're gonna, I think I'm gonna force you. It's a good movie. Okay. It's a good movie. Um, I would be interested in watching The Hills Have Eyes. I haven't seen that. Oh, that too. I I haven't seen either of them. The original or the remake. I've only seen the remake, and it fucks me up. It's just like, it, it came out, the remake at least, came out in that era of like needlessly grotesque and like depraved horror movies. So there's just like yeah. a lot of rape and Ooh, yeah. a dog dies. Okay, I think I'm outie on that one then. I couldn't do Clockwork Orange because of the rape scene. Sure. Really just made me too uncomfortable. Yeah, it's, yeah. But the original might not have. Or might not it show it, I don't at know. least. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's that movie sounds good. I, um... I am a fan of disaster movies, and oh, sure. I feel like uh, you rarely see horror and disaster put together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't really think of zombie movies. Well, I don't know. No, I know what you mean, though. I think because disaster movies tend to have to be so like close to B-movie that if yeah. you uh, start to like take it seriously in a horror movie kind of way, it, it comes off kind of lame. I yeah. see, I would say the opposite. I feel like, I feel like disaster movies have a like disaster action movies like day after tomorrow like i feel like those have and and this isn't my opinion but i think that there is a 
a cultural preference for those and the kind of people who get cast in those are typically more of the, like the leading man type, like bigger Hollywood budget movies. That's than, true. And I feel like horror movies are more B movies. Like the Meg. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like disaster movies are much bigger budget movies. Yeah. For sure. And um, I, but I, I also think like it's a specific type of disaster movie. Like. Poseidon. Or what was that movie that we watched that like, oh my God. Poseidon? About the, the ship. The ship. Yeah, Poseidon. Yeah, I've seen that movie. Um, yeah, that movie's fun. Yeah, that's the one with Fergie. Um, yeah, and the rogue waves. Dies. Yeah, Fergie That dies. movie scared me because the ro- rogue waves are like actually scary. Yeah, they are. Tsunami is my number one uh, natural disaster fear. And yeah, Rogue Wave sure. is basically just like scarier, more often tsunami. Right. Well, the the thing about a tsunami is the flooding. Yes. And because it's a much slower approach. Yeah, 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 and the Rogue yeah. Wave is like a fucking giant ass wave that's going right. to crash your boat and kill Fergie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My God, it's going to kill Fergie. And it kills the, uh, what is that guy's name? That actor in it. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell dies. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, nice. Saving himself. Nice. Oh, and em- Emmy Rosen is in it? Kurt Rosen? Russell of The Thing. Kurt Russell of uh, Escape from New York. Kurt Russell I, of I The Christmas say. Chronicles. Um, Kurt Russell of The Hateful Eight. Kurt Russell married to Goldie Hawn. Who dat? She's a famous actress and model. Does that mean he's... Dang. She's pretty. That's cheating. She's 75. It's okay. <laughs> She's also uh, Kate Hudson's mom. Oh. Yeah, but I don't know if Kate Hudson is Kurt Russell's. Yeah, no, it's not Kurt Russell's. Interesting. Child. Yeah, well, um, if you want to get, if you want to live your quarantine fantasy, check out REC. What other movies did we talk about in this? Oh, The Hills Have Eyes. If you want to live your radioactive fantasy, check out the hills of eyes if you want to live your um government uh cares about you during a pandemic watch rec yeah if you want to watch your mental illness fantasy watch shutter island <laughs> sure mm-hmm. <laughs> did you say rec is spanish um i don't remember if it's mexico or spain i think it's mexico because okay. i'm pretty the, certain it's mexico the spanish horror movies i've seen are all very scary Yes, um, I agree. Have you seen The Orphanage? I have. That's a great that movie. That one is really scary. It's a scary movie, but I it's also like it. a really good movie. Like yeah, I tear yeah. up at the end. Is that Guillermo del Toro? Um, I don't remember. Okay. Don't remember, but that's a good movie. Orphanage. It's about an orphanage. Yeah. Oh, wow. I yeah, 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 wouldn't have really, thought that. It is not really Guillermo scary. del Toro. I think yeah. it came out around the same time as The Orphan. And so right. I think I, I watched yes. that thinking it was The Orphan. Right. <laughs> but it was the orphanage. Yes, the orphan is also good. I, I like the orphan a lot too. Uh another another um girl, girl villain. Yeah. Right. She's another not scary to me boss. though because her hair doesn't go in front of her face. Mm, They're okay. up in dumb little like pigtails or whatever it is. Yeah. But isn't isn't the twist in that that she's old or something? Yeah. Right, right. So another so old double lady. Yeah, so scary. another another old lady <laughs> villain. For Jaden. Nah, not old enough though. You gotta look old. You can't look young. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think that's it's my greatest fear just because I I do have like a fear of old people in general. You and it seems like from little tidbits of conversation that you also have a deep fear of getting old. Yes. Yeah, just because I think um you know, like we we had my grandpa in an assisted living home. Uh, and assisted okay. living is even like a step up from like nursing home. And whenever I went to visit him, it made me so sad. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. no don't never want to end up in a home. Yeah. I'll take care of you. 
Okay, good. Aww. Well, we're taking care of Chalupa now, so she can take care of us later. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, none of my grandparents have lived have had to go to assisted living. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, your grandma seems really self sufficient. Yeah. Oh my god, too self sufficient. Grandma's. I hope yeah. she doesn't listen to this podcast. If oh. she does, grandma, stop going to work. <laughs> oh, sort of a um, uh, a spooky um thing re margot's grandmother um she sent me a lamp um as a christmas gift and it's so scary it's a clown lamp <laughs> i love it this so much it feels like the start of a horror movie <laughs> scary it's scary it is scary um cool he's got way. a little ukulele <laughs> and he's got some cool shoes yeah um yeah but you know tune in next week see if um, the lamp has killed us by then <laughs> <laughs> if it's just me next week that'll be why yeah yeah it'd be lights out for them all right yeah i broke a lamp bulb today light bulb i'm so i'm so such a fool we have to get pliers tomorrow hey everybody makes mistakes everybody has those days everybody makes mistakes everybody has those days boo Ah!